from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge podcast, powered by Coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Do your shooting drills complement your practice? So welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast. I'm excited to dig into one of our 10 episodes in 10 days and approximately 10 minutes as we talk about the type of drills that we would use in practice to complement our practice plan. So this is summertime, but make a note of this one and go back and listen to it because we might even have to replay this episode. This is a great one when you're doing your practice planning. I think that most shooting drills when it comes to in-season don't complement the practice that you have and sometimes even the team and the playing style that you have. It's very important with the minimal time that we have during the season to to really squeeze all the juice out of the orange. And if we're going to do that, we need to really take some thought into the type of shooting drills that we're using for our players. We can get the most out of time and the most transfers so that we can make shots in games. So I don't know about you, but as a player coming up, there was uh, many times during a practice where it's, hey, shoot 10 shots, partner will shoot 10 shots, and you just take turns, okay? Not that that's wrong, but if that's the only type of practice shots that you're getting, we're going to struggle transferring that into games. Those base catch and shoot, those block shooting reps, they build confidence, Yes. Are you able to get a high amount of shots in? Yes. Um, Could it still be game spots, game shots, game speed? Yes. Could it be a great opportunity to work on technique? Yeah. But because it's not variable, because it's not random, because there's not a defender there contesting your shot, and because it doesn't necessarily complement in-game movements within your offensive system, we're going to struggle with that transfer. So let's think about it this way. When I'm planning some of my summer camps and the teams that we get the chance to work with, I ask them about their offense, the types of shots that they take. If shooting is one of the things that they've asked me to work on, right? Not everybody wants me to work on shooting, but it's a common request, right? And rightfully so, one of the most important areas of the game. So I need to get an idea of what their offense looks like. Sometimes that includes watching game film. It's, you know, phone calls, emails, text messages, whatever that might look like. Every coach and program is different. To get an idea of where they're getting those shots on. So, for example, we have a drill called the closeout series. And it's being able to, it starts out shooting against pressure with a contest. So we can work on getting a hand in our face, right? Being able to concentrate, get a body in there. And then it builds into more decision-making where we allow, okay, you can shoot or you can pass or you can shoot or you can dribble. Now it becomes a two-on-two situation instead of a two-on-one. Started out as a one-on-one. And we just build all of these things off of a basic, what started out as catching and shooting against a closeout. That's how it started. And it built and expanded from there. This is a helpful drill if the team that we worked with explained to us 
that our team has trouble reading closeouts and attacking the closeout, deciding whether to, to shoot it or to drive it or to move it because their team struggles. And so what teams that struggle against closeouts, what do they usually do? They hold the ball, they pause, they wait for the defense to get set and then everything's loaded up and we don't get anything, right? Those are the teams that struggle the most as they freeze up. So doing drills where they're reading and having to make those quick decisions against the actual teammate and defender is great for that specific team. We need to think about this when we're doing our practice planning during the summer, when we go into season, even in some of our small group workouts, this is beneficial. Let's use another example. Let's say you are a fast paced team. You want to get a lot of shots in transition. Well, do you do transition shooting drills? You need to. If you're doing spot half court type shooting, but you're trying to push tempo, push tempo and create shots that are in transition, we need to design shooting drills that complement transition shooting. Like we have a five ball shooting drill. It's timed, it's two minutes. Threes were three, twos were two. It's a team shooting game. Three players get a shot. Another three players go down the other end. It's fun. It's competitive. Five basketballs need at least nine players to do it. It's a good transition shooting drill. That would complement a team that plays fast and pushes the basketball up because we're really concentrating on that kick-ahead pass, being able to shoot it in transition. That's a drill that would complement a team that looks to get early shots in transition. The other one that I – That drill complements a team that has trouble reading closeouts and they need to get better in that situation. If you run the dribble drive offense, we have a little one-on-one drill that builds into a two-on-two drill that builds into a three-on-three drill off of the dribble drive. We could go without defense, put the locations in, and create two team shooting drills, half on each side of the court, where they rep out the drive, the kick, the one more pass, the actions that they would do within the dribble drive offense to get shots up. We just compete. Hey, let's do this for 90 seconds. Who made the most shots? And we switch sides. We can add the defensive players in there. So we're working on the decision-making. I'm just making a point of emphasis of getting certain shots. And you might even go a three-pointer is worth three. A layup is worth three. A mid-range is worth one or a mid-range is worth two. So you're getting some of that dribble drive mentality of knocking down the perimeter shot or being aggressive and finishing in the paint. We're not gonna we're not going to punish you for hitting the mid-range, but it's not worth as many points when we do some of these shooting competitions in drills. So if I run the dribble drive offense, I'm running dribble drive oriented shooting drills instead of doing a bunch of spot shots. So ask yourself, as you do your practice planning and you look to get shots up, do your shooting drills complement the type of offense and the type of shots that you get throughout the course of the season? I know I'm going to finish this episode and think of a bunch of other things that I wanted to say, but let's use a couple more examples. Maybe you had the day off, maybe you had Sunday off, and you don't play until Wednesday. So you want to get, you know, your players moving up and down using drills that are a little more strenuous and still getting shots up would be a great way to go for that Monday practice. You don't have a game the next day, so you're not going to spend as much time on game planning. You didn't have practice the day before, so you want to get some running in. 
But instead of running a bunch of sprints and your shooting consisted of easy, you know, stationary, very little movement, why don't we combine two of the things that we need? We still want to get our shots up, but we want to get a good sweat going because we had the day off. We got uh, a whole nother day in between the next game. So let's do some more high intensity shooting drills, some more movement involved in some of those shooting drills. You don't have to pull a shooting drill off of YouTube. You don't have to even go to coachesedge.coach and pull some of our shooting drills off of there. What do you run? Find the shooting drills that complement your offense, and they also complement the needs of your players based on do they need a little more rest, but we want to get some shots up. Do we need to get more of a sweat in? So how are we going to get our shots up there? Do we want to compete a little bit more uh, against bodies? So let's make sure our shooting drills are composed of being able to really read the defense and play a little more physical. And also there's some times to pull it back. Maybe you want to continue to get some shots up, but you got you had a game the day before. Uh, you're really tired because it was a road game and it was a long drive back. And so you may spend that next day after a practice doing a little easier shooting where it's your general shooting practice, working on some technique and some repetitions. That might be a good time to put that in when your players are a little more tired. So don't do the same thing again and again and again. Have purpose have a reason, have a why you're doing each and everything. And then we build from there. And that's one of the ways we develop better shooters throughout the course of in-season. Thank you for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. Get after it today.